Hello, this is Chaplain Tricia, and I am glad to be bringing you this time of worship. It is the seventh Sunday after the Epiphany, um, which means we are just about at the end of this season that celebrates the revealing of Jesus as the Son of God, and in today's Gospel, um, he is going to reveal more about what he has come for, and that is to teach us to love. So we start with a song today that talks about this wonderful love that we get. Um, we're going to sing verses 1, 2, and 4. Love divine, all loves excelling, joy of heaven to earth come down. Fix in us thy humble dwelling, all thy faithful mercies crown. Jesus, thou art all compassion, pure, unbounded love thou art. Visit us with thy salvation, enter every trembling heart. Breathe, oh, breathe thy loving spirit into every troubled breast. Let us all in thee inherit. Let us find thy promised rest. Take away the love of sinning Alpha and Omega B, and of faith as its beginning. Set our hearts at liberty. Finish then thy new creation, pure and spotless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation perfectly restored in thee. Changed from glory into glory, till in him we take our place, till we cast our crowns before the lost in wonder, love, and praise. We come this day, precious God, as people in need of your steadfast love. With you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. 
We gather this day water-changing God as people looking for signs. With you is the fountain of grace. In your hope, we see hope. We worship this day gifting God as people who confess Jesus as our Lord. With you is the fountain of joy. In your life, we see life. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. O Lord Jesus, make us instruments of your peace, that where there is hatred, may we sow love, where there is injury, pardon, and where there is despair, hope. Grant, O Divine Master, that we may seek to console, to understand, and to love in your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our theme this day is about the grace of God's love for us. And our first reading um, shows how Joseph, after his brothers had sold him into slavery out of their jealousy, um, found his loving grace as they came um, to find food when they were hungry. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, so dismayed were they at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they came closer. He said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are five more years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep you keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh, a lord of all his house and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not delay. You shall settle in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children, as well as your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. I will provide for you there, since there are five more years of famine to come, so that you and your household and all that you have will not come to poverty. And Joseph kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. And after that, his brothers talked with him. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Our second reading today again comes from Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth as he is answering questions um, that people are asking about being raised from the dead. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? 
with what kind of body do they come? Fool, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And as for what you sow, you do not sow the body that is to be, but a bare seed, perhaps of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as he has chosen, and to each kind of seed its own body. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a physical body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so are those who are of dust. And as is the man of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, so will we also bear the image of the man of heaven. What I am saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, let us sing the first verse of thy word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When I feel afraid, think I've lost my way, Still you're there right beside me, and nothing will I fear as long as you are near. Please be near me to the end. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, but I say to you, but I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, 
What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Penelope was just getting back from vacation. She was glad to be home, but was feeling a little sad that her time away was over. And she walked slowly to her front door. What was this? A box of chocolates just sitting there waiting to be found? Penelope couldn't believe it. Everyone knew how much Penelope seriously loved chocolate. Her mouth started to water just thinking about what might be inside. Perhaps a peanut butter crunch or a walnut whippy. Or maybe there was a mint cream cloud or caramel chewy or pineapple explosion. Or maybe, just maybe, a double chocolate strawberry swirl. It was Penelope's absolute favorite. But then Penelope had a thought she just couldn't unthink. Hmm, she thought. I should probably share the chocolates with my friends. After all, Walter watered my plants while I was away, and Tessie took care of my cat. Hazel brought in the mail, and Lester watered my lawn. Beatrice checked my phone messages, and what if there aren't enough chocolates to go around? Or worse, what if I share them and someone took the one I wanted most? Or worst of all, what if the only one left for me was the coffee-flavored one? Oh, well, I'm sorry to tell you that after thinking all these thoughts, Penelope decided it would be safer and kinder and better for everyone if she kept the chocolates just for herself. So she went into her house and so did the box of chocolates without a whisper of a word to anyone. Penelope couldn't wait. Oh, how her mouth watered. But just as she went to lift the lid off the box, she saw the picture of her friends on her mantle. And she had a sort of queasy, squeezy feeling in her heart. It was the feeling a person gets when she knows she's about to do something she shouldn't. And before you could say, pass me the truffle surprise, Penelope burst out of her house and ran as fast as her toes would carry her to find her friends. And when she found them in a very out of breath and a bit shouty voice, she said, I got back from my vacation and I found some chocolates and I was going to keep them all to myself. But then I realized I wanted to share them with you and I don't even want a single one. 
Well, maybe one. <laughs> and do you know what her friend said? Silly Penelope, just open the box. And inside the note said, To Penelope, we missed you so much. We saved our last chocolate, your favorite, because you're our favorite friend. You see, sometimes when you stop to think of others, it is when you stop to think of others that you start to find out just how much they think about you. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It all comes down to attitude, my friends. The best we can give in living the life of a follower of Jesus is love. And I'm not talking about the mushy, sentimental, huggy, kissy stuff. That has its place, and we all need that. But love in its purest form, the love revealed through Jesus Christ, is about how we are to act and think and be with every other person on this planet. It starts with what we know about being loved by God. God made us wonderfully, awesomely, and gave us life and called us good. God so loves us, so wants us, so desires us to be his that he had his only son make the ultimate sacrifice for us. Jesus going to the cross was the way for God to be able to get us back from the clutches of sin and death so we could be with him for eternity. To know that we are so cherished, so valued, so loved, should fill our hearts to overflowing with thankfulness and praise. We can never return to God what he has given us, but we can respond to God by loving others. So what does this look like in our everyday lives? It comes back to attitude, my friends. The way Paul outlined it in his letter to the Corinthians, patience and kindness, being able to see the person next to us, across from us, in front of us as a fellow human being who has flaws just like us, who is a creation of God just like us. Acting in a way that portrays love, giving a smile, a handshake, a hug. Love is also about our reactions, how we respond to others. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. We can feel good about our accomplishments and talents and also feel good about what our neighbor can do, what our neighbor has. Rejoice when good things happen, not only for us, but also for our neighbor. It's also about our reaction when someone is unkind. Jesus didn't say we had to like everybody. But acting in love means accepting differing opinions and knowing when to walk away. If we can allow love to color our outward movements, our inward thoughts, then we will find the glory of love that Paul speaks of. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. We can look for and nurture the good in every person, 
we can know that absolutely nothing in this life will break the love we first know from God and that we can persevere in helping others live lives of love. Spirit of love within me, possess my hands and heart. Break through the bonds of self-concern that seeks to stand apart. Grant me to share the love that suffers long, that hopes, believes, and bears. <coughs> the love fulfilled in sacrifice that cares as Jesus cares. Amen. Part of loving is also forgiving as we have been forgiven. And so our hymn of the day today on page eight is forgive our sins as we forgive. Forgive our sins as we forgive. You taught us, Lord, to pray. But you alone can grant us grace to live the words we say. How can your pardon reach and bless the unforgiving heart that broods on wrongs and will not let old bitterness depart? In blazing light your cross reveals the truth we dimly knew. How trifling others' debts to us, how great our debt to you. Lord, cleanse the depths within our souls and bid resentment cease. Then by your mercy reconciled, our lives will spread your peace. We join together now our hearts in the prayers. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. You teach us to love our neighbors and enemies alike. Help us to show mercy just as we have first received mercy. God of grace, hear our prayer. Nurture fields that lie dormant, resting until it is time to bloom again. Bring forth from buried seed an abundant harvest and guard against famine and disease. God of grace, hear our prayer. Look upon our world with mercy that we delight in an abundance of peace. Protect all those who, all whose lives are marred by war and civil unrest. God of grace, hear our prayer. Your people cry out for mercy. Console hearts that long for forgiveness. Mend broken relationships. Heal bodies that suffer chronic pain or illness. God of grace, hear our prayer. We praise you for the saints who have inherited the fullness of your kingdom. As you have raised them to imperishable and eternal life, sustain us in faith by the promise of resurrection. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all of our prayers to you in confidence and faith, 
through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The God of glory dwell in you richly, name you beloved, and shine brightly on your path. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. We are blessed to be people who are loved so wondrously by our God and loved by our Savior, Jesus Christ, who um, reveals himself to us each day and who promises us uh, life forever in his unending kingdom. So we sing of his reign in our last hymn today, Jesus shall reign. We will sing verses one, three, and five. Jesus shall reign where'er the sun does its successive journeys run. His kingdom stretch from shore to shore till moon shall wax and wane no more. People and realms of every tongue dwell on his love with sweetest song. And infant voices shall proclaim their early blessings on his name. Let every creature rise and bring peculiar honors to our King. Angels descend with songs again, and earth repeat the loud Amen. Go in peace. Christ is your light. Thanks be to God. And thank you for joining in this time of worship. I hope that you have a pleasant rest of this day and a blessed week ahead.